0: Joining us on LOL Radio, we have Yanni Agisolo. Uh You are quite a veteran of uh, the comedy world, um, and I guess you're the the thinking person's comedian is the best way I can describe you because your shows always have that uh, that little something to them. I mean, there's like, a message in the show, and they're really funny. Yeah, yeah. There's, well, there's, like there's, last year, uh, everything that The Simpsons has taught you about life.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. Like, I mean. Um Yeah, I love doing that show, and um, I think uh, I'm probably going to have do a UK tour of it pretty soon. So, you know, a lot of people like that show, but that was sort of a bit more of a, I don't know, a little more of a a popcorn sort of show, you know, Mm. a a bit sillier, but it still had a lot of sort of social commentary in it, because I genuinely think, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff the Simpsons covered back in 1994. Yeah. Like, there's a whole episode about immigration, you know, and Quimby basically just using immigration to deflect attention from his poor performance you know, yeah. know he, 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 you don't have to look too far to see that nowadays but it's, there's all yeah. of this stuff in there that i you know i just used it and said well that's a bit like this you know and that's that was a lot of fun but yeah they all do tend to be shows with a theme and shows with a bit of thought put into them i mean but that's just that's, just that's how comedy like, works so, yeah yeah
0: it's it's laughter with a thought provoking moments uh, attached Hmm, I like to think so. Yeah. So this year's show uh, comes from a very interesting story. It, the show's called The Unpinchable Pink Pen. Uh, yep. where did it come from?
1: Okay, so I was uh, it's just I was talking to a friend of mine, my friend Tiana, about the color pink, right? Now, you know, we've got the whole thing with the gendered colors, the blue's a boy's color and pink's the girl's color and and um, so I was telling her well, I I really like pink, she said she really hates pink. Yeah. And then she was she works on a cruise ship and she said but I always buy pink pens for the ship and i was like well, why do you buy pink pens if you don't like them and she goes because i used to lose my pens all the time Because like blokes in the office would steal them but the minute i got the pink pens they never ever go missing anymore and i was like wow does that actually work she goes oh yeah you better believe it works and then i told a few people that because i couldn't believe it and i had about three or four other people say no dude i do similar things as why well. i buy pink stationery they're like number one it's cheap because a lot of people don't like it yep, and number yep. two no one nicks it and then I had another friend who's a bloke, and he said, yeah, that's actually why I've got a girl's bike, and I put a bike basket on it, and I was like, well, why, why do you do that? And he's like, because no one steals the girly bike basket bike. <laughs> that's
0: a, good, that's a, it's really a really good, good, good point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, and I was like, isn't that incredible that people are using gender expectations to protect their property?
0: Yeah, that's, that's, it's that's an amazing case. concept. Yeah, yeah. but it, it is that thing, I guess, that, uh, yeah, we are so conditioned to, yeah. Yeah, to, to like certain things and be told that this is how, you, how things yeah. are. So, yeah.
1: And then there's the, whole, there's the whole interesting thing, like, you know, I did a bit of research for the show, because the show, that's the story, the sort of jumping off story for the show, but yep. the show just in general is just about gender roles, it's about, you know, what society says is manly, and what society says is not manly, and what is ladylike and what's not ladylike. Yep. And then, you know, you find some really fascinating stuff, like, um, you know, that pink actually used to be a boy's colour, Uh, in the early 20th century that was considered to be a more masculine colour because they said pink's really close to red and red is a very dominant colour. So they were like, you know, a dominant, intimidating colour is more masculine sort of colour, whereas blue was thought of as a very placid, sort of dainty colour. And they said, well, that was a lot more of a feminine, sort of matched up with with a feminine aspect of how people were. And so it's one of these things that it's, um, you know, you wouldn't think it now to look in you walk into a toy store and it's, you know, colour segregated like a 1950s Alabama bus.
0: <laughs> yeah. But,
1: uh, you know, but it, these things weren't always the way that they are now. Yeah. And, yep. um, yeah, and then even before that, you know, like before they had a lot of dyes uh, for clothes, you know, they weren't dyed colourful at all. And, um, you know, kids, all kids, boys and girls, used to just wear dresses till they were about two years old. And, uh, yeah, so there's all sorts of crazy history things that go along with that. And so the show's just basically uh, looking at those things and questioning a few of those assumptions that we we just kind of take for granted.
0: And I loved uh, a promo that you did to highlight the inequality uh, earlier for uh, International Women's Day.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did a promo um, where it was me and... Well, in Adelaide, we did it with like about 10 or 15 other shows who all wanted to get in on it. And um, we basically just said, if you book tickets... um, on International Women's Day, which um, which occurred during Adelaide Fringe, mm-hmm. you get yep. a 16.2% discount on the tickets, which is the current Australia gender wage gap. So, ah, so it's yep. just a way of kind of like trying to raise awareness of, of that issue as well.
0: Fantastic. So uh, your show, as you said, is called The Unpinchable Pink Pen. You're playing out at Trades Hall all throughout the yep. festival.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's been getting nothing but very nice reviews, and a lot of people come out of it saying, oh, that, I'm really glad that was you know, an hour of good laughs, but also it had a really nice message. And um, yeah. and also, I think it's one of these things that everyone can relate to, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's not like anyone walks through this world and doesn't have to deal with, you know, either uh, someone going, oh, if you don't have a drink, you're not a bloke, if you are yep. not a bloke, you know, yep. if you, if you cut your hair short, you're not a woman, you know, all of these things, like, these things uh, are everywhere. So. I don't think anyone's going to walk out of it going, I couldn't relate to any of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, kind of on the flip side of the coin, you've also got another fun show that you do, uh, comedians against humanity.
1: Yeah, that's that's a fun show like that I ca- I sort of created, and um, it's an improvised comedy show uh, yeah. where you know you know the card game cards against humanity. Yep. Everyone in the audience gets three of the white cards, cards against humanity, and then we. Um, we use the cards in the audience to generate suggestions for the guest comedians to improvise material on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's like an impro show infused with cards against humanity. And, um, you get, you know, we've got a lot of fantastic, uh, ups and improvisers who are very, very funny on their feet. And, um, they really do come up with great stuff, you know, with the suggestions that we give them.
0: And yeah. so, and sometimes you're getting those chuckles in the audience before the the performers have even started because of the stuff that you can see on your card. That yeah, uh, yeah the the audience is also playing along <laughs> in their head, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's half the show. Half the show is what's happening in the audience as well. You know, yeah. because I ask for suggestions, people give them, and then other people give different suggestions, and you know, we talk about. Um, there's always jokes to be made with the sorts of things that people suggest so um, yeah it's sort of like a it's a fun interactive show but I think it's interactive in a, in a you know because a lot of people come to a show and they actually go actually you know what I didn't really want to be involved yeah. but I think this sort of lets people be involved in a sort of safe way like where it's kind of structured the way what you're asking them for and and, um, and I think people kind of like that they're like it's got just enough interactivity to feel safe but um, and then there's a lot of spontaneity going on on stage
0: yeah, exactly. So uh, that one's uh, playing out at the Athenaeum Theatre this year. It's yeah, venue? A, yeah,
1: in the upstairs room at the Athenaeum. Uh, and that's on Friday and Saturday nights at 10.30. So that's the late show that we're doing there.
0: Excellent. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, having a chat tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. And uh, enjoy the rest of your birthday. I will. <laughs> and uh, we shall catch you around the fest.
1: Oh, thank you very much.